Hey, who locked this door? I'm in here. I'm recording something. Hello. <clears throat> I'm not famous. Hey everyone, welcome to the show, and uh, we're here with my good friend Jason, all the way from Arizona, USA, and just not to confuse anybody, I am in fact in Melbourne, Australia, but we both sound American, but uh, I'll explain that later. Jason, how you going? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for calling, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, I, uh, I miss our chats. Me too, I, I guess I wanted to point that out at the start, because people are like, where where are these two goofballs talking from? How is that possible that one is on the other side of the, the hemisphere? Um, because I, I live in Australia, you live in the U.S., but we grew up together uh, in Arizona, and that's the that's the quick. We did. That's the quick version. We did. <laughs> um, that is the quick. That's the quick. That's the quick version. Yeah, that's the now quick using version. the uh, the magical technology of cellular phones, we are able to communicate. That's right. You know, and now now that I think about it, because I love. As I'm getting older, I want to make sure I still remember the memories, so I, I do a check to make sure I'm not getting Alzheimer's. Now I remember, we we met in art class, but I can't remember I can't remember the teacher's name. But I remember I remember the shithead that used oh. to he used to gleek. Remember if that was a thing, which was spitting yeah, through your teeth. Yeah, I remember teeth? him. What was he his used, name? He used to gleek I, I, on my I artwork. I can picture him. Yep, he used to gleek on my yeah, artwork. Yeah, that guy was a dick. Yeah, he, he used to drive. He and, thought he was hilarious. I know. Why was he even in George. art class? His name was George. That's amazing that you remember that. That's good, George. Yeah, George. It was George. I remember him. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he used to listen to a lot of Garth Brooks, <laughs> and that, that that kind of explains it right there, really. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yeah, we're George. That was that's who it was. What was that teacher's name? Mister was it Mister Benson? Krasinski. Maybe, Krasinski. Krasinski. Did I make that up, or is that a thing? I think you made it up. I don't think it was a Polish name. I, I think it was something a little bit more vanilla than that. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I, honestly, no. I don't remember his name. I remember Mrs. McClendon. Oh, yeah. Was that, wasn't that her name? McClendon? McClendon. I, don't, oh. I, don't, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, we met the first day. I was brand new. I had just moved to Yuma from Flagstaff, and uh, that was my very first interaction with anybody at all, and uh, first day of high school, I was scared shitless, and luckily, you sat at my table. There was a kid named Scott Andrews. You remember yeah, him? Of course, yes, yeah, Scott. He's, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he was. He, I, I had met him on the bus on the way to school, and it turned out he was in the class. And I was like, "And you were going to sit next to me?" And I said, "Is it okay if Scott sits there?" And you're like, "No, I'm going <laughs> to sit here." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, cool." And then uh, we were off to the races at that oh. point. I was like, okay, that's cool. I didn't realize, so I forced, so I forced I'm myself. I'm so glad so. that you sat there. <laughs> No, no, I'm so glad you uh, sat there instead of Scott. Otherwise, I would have been friends with him. That guy was an idiot. Well, he was—he was emotional. It was emotional time for all teens. He but he was—he was emotional. <laughs> That's the best way I'll describe uh, he was still it. Still an idiot. Yeah, he was strange. <laughs> but yeah, art, art, strange fella. Art class. I used to really enjoy that. I don't—I don't draw enough anymore. See how you—you you lose the things. I that, don't either. When I was a kid, just would sit there and draw the DeLorean or every Star Wars ship I could think of, and. Yeah, it was good. But, uh, you know, I suppose that translates into other ways and the things that we do when we're older. Just the idea of yeah. of, of art or taking an idea in your head and making it making it come alive, whether it's video or 
uh, well, you know, doing something. Well, a podcast something. is art. That's true. It's just, That's you true. know, it's, 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 a, it's something that is a, it is a creative expression of your, you know, inner workings. And, uh, you know, you have something to say, and so you're putting it in the form of a podcast. Therefore, it is art. That's it, and unfortunately, I'm living in a world of of, of one billion podcasters, but that's all right. <laughs> Everyone can try you know to get it's, find it's, their it's, niche. Everybody's got something to say, but yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're living we're living in crazy times in in uh, coronavirus times, and um, uh, obviously, art imitates life, and vice versa. And I keep thinking back to all those '90s movies that tried to warn us, and I'm thinking Outbreak and Twelve Monkeys. Can you think of any other movies that? <laughs> That, uh, well, uh, Outbreak and Twelve Monkeys. We, and, you know, we uh, the movie Contagion yeah. uh, that came out in 2011, though. But that's got a huge uptick in uh, viewership lately. I'll bet. Um, gosh, there were so many. You know, I, I was a big fan of all the zombie movies. You know, the the Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead and yeah. and uh, that kind of thing. And you know, Night of the Living Dead Part Two and you know whatever. All any anything with zombies in it, I was a fan of. But yeah, Outbreak and Twelve Monkeys are probably the most. Uh, you know, prolific '90s movies that that uh, dealt with contagion or you know mass extinction due to virus. Uh, yeah, and twelve. I can't think of any others off the top. Of no, my head. I know there must be. Well, I I thought you know they always come in pairs. There, are, there's always the Armageddon and um, and then Deep Impact. And you know, it's funny. Yeah. I used to think Deep Deep Impact was the poor cousin, but you know that one still has merit. <laughs> I like. I don't mind that one. You know, I. Yeah, I, I like that. That one's more of a hanky movie. It's it's got a, it tugs at the heartstrings way more. Yeah, yeah. You, you care about the characters more in that one, I would say. Yeah, except the guys in the shuttle. They all sort of annoy me. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Robert Duvall and his gang. Yeah. I'm like, didn't you guys die? I forgot you were alive. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, they're still out there. <laughs> um, yeah. Fish. Fish. Uh, um, Oh, he's still he's still yeah, kicking man, it's, it's crazy. You know, you sent me a, a a couple of pictures. You know, saying, "Oh gosh, this was back in you know late January, early February." That uh, oh, there's no toilet paper around, around, and I'm like, "Oh, good thing that's not happening here." Woo! And I wiped my brow. Now, it's yeah, like, you can't get toilet paper anywhere. And I I still for the life of me cannot figure that out. I, I read an article. I think it was like maybe Time Magazine or something about uh, how why people are hoarding toilet paper, and it's not because it's. You know, you can't eat toilet paper. It's not, there's nothing you can do with it except wipe your ass. There's a lot of other forms of ass wipery that exist. And it's basically just a, a, a peace of mind knowing you have that thing. Yeah. And yeah. I just, but toilet, still, toilet paper, it, it, I don't understand it. Like ramen noodles or mac and cheese or something like that, I can understand. But, you know, like the shelves are fully stocked. I went to Costco a while back and it was fine. There was like, it was a great experience. You know, I breezed in. The the shelves were fully stocked with everything. They didn't have toilet paper, or paper towels, or anything. But you know, that's okay. Uh, I you know, I'm doing okay on that right now. But there's a lot of other options to wipe your ass. I don't so know. I'm I, not I, really concerned about that. But as far as food and stuff, I, I, everything's fine. And gas gas prices have dropped. Gas is the cheapest it's been in two years. That's amazing. Well, that's that's because no one's no one's traveling, so they're freaking out uh, exactly. because you yep. know, like any any westernized country, Australia too, but definitely America is is ruled by machines and definitely the car. I know that sounds like really like uh, political, but it is. It's America's ruled by the car oh, and, no, it and has been for a long time. We're so spread out. Yeah, yeah, we're so spread out. You know, you have to, and you know, honestly, in the Phoenix area where where we live, it's uh, mass transit's really kind of crappy. 
you know, you got the bus and you've got some, some very limited light rail. But, you know, if I wanted to take the, the um, mass transit to work, I would have to drive 20 minutes to get to a bus stop, then wait, and then it's another two hours to get to my office. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't make sense to do that. Yeah, it's see, just not efficient at, at all. Melbourne is, is um, pretty much designed around public transport, and the trams are one of the biggest features um, and they're not a nostalgic thing. They are fully modern and operational trams, as well as some older trams. And they go through all the city circle, and then there's all the metro lines. But again, it's a bigger, it's a bigger city. Um, you know, uh, Melbourne's right. a, a major city like L.A. But L.A. is certainly also not the poster child for public transport. They try here and there. No, there, there are it's trains. Not. I bet if you tell people there are subways in L.A., they still don't know there are. It's just people don't. Yeah. I don't think they get on yeah, them. Everyone's, everyone's in love with their car here. And that's, just, that's just the way it is. Everybody loves their cars. And, you know, people right now, it's sort of novel. We're, we're like, oh, hey, this is kind of cool. We're all, you know, what's funny is everyone's stuck at home. But I, I have seen more families riding their bikes, going on walks, walking their dogs. I have seen so much more of that in the last two weeks than I've seen in, in years. Yeah, you know, well. people are, are going stir crazy, so they're actually getting out and doing things. That's but, good. you know, it, it's it's novel right now. Like, oh, we'll stay home and play board games, and it's cute and funny and all that. In the meantime, uh, our economy is crumbling. You know, we're going to we're gonna come out of this thing, and we're going to go, oh, shit, because, you know, like 25% of America is out of work right now. You know, the independent contractors yeah. and, and all the people who, you know, like my brother-in-law, he, he teaches tennis. And he only gets paid if he teaches a lesson, but all the clubs are shut down, you know? And so he's gone from making, you know, X amount of dollars per month to nothing. Yeah. And California's really, he lives in, in San Francisco, and they're, they're even more strict than, than most places. Everything's on lockdown right now. And, um, you know, they're talking about locking us down here for a certain time being. So who knows? You know, my kids are not going to school till April sometime and we're starting online school with them now and it's it's kind of crazy but you know i'm i'm a little concerned as to what the the financial situation is going to look like once everything kind of gets back to normal yeah it's 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 similar here absolutely and I'll, and we started a, probably a little bit earlier like i said i was telling you how things were headed here and then it's sort of yeah. As it does cascade it up there. But, uh, you know, so now the the prime minister has said um, only you can only gather in groups of two. I don't really think that's a group. I think that's just a couple. So literally. Groups and, of two? Yeah, really? and, they're, and they're quite serious about it. And some of the uh, states have fines even. I don't think they would they would enforce them. But but they're still very serious about about the lockdown because I guess they feel like you know, and it's like, th this is just being honest, it's a bit of a cultural thing, and also China has a different regime where if they say to do something, people just sort of do it. Whether that's good or bad, it actually kind of helped him in that when they said stay home, everyone stayed home. You know what I mean? They just complied. Yeah. Then they went through the streets with the with the super, um, you know, alcohol steam or whatever it was, the, the antibiotic steam, whatever that... <laughs> Did you see that where they were spraying? I have not heard, oh, I have my not heard of that. What's that? They were walking through the streets and basically it was just disinfectant coming out of a big old like air blower and steaming oh, into the oh, streets. Oh, that's what that, you know what, I did see a picture of that, yeah. I didn't know what that was though. Oh my yeah. God, okay, that's yeah. crazy. And the thing is, is because they complied and they, again, as a bit of a culture and maybe just respect for, I don't know, your government, or your elders, they complied and, and it seemed to have, I don't know, slightly locked it down considering there are billions of people there. 
I, you know what I mean? I'm just trying right. to say it wasn't a win, but it was, um, yeah, it's just when, when people listen. But again, th- someone else said this is a bit of a conspiracy theory, and I don't know what you think about these, um, whether it was something that was done on purpose to cripple uh, the economy so that, so that China could, could come back and, and take over because they can afford it. That's a bit, a bit movie sounding and uh, that's a bunch of bullshit. It's all the aliens. <laughs> this is this is the this is the first wave of the alien invasion. They make us weak and then they then they swoop in. Oh exactly. Okay. So it's this the is the aliens. It's all about the aliens. So it's Come in, on, man. It's Independence Day. <laughs> it's Independence Day, but they're lurking. Instead of a, a big yeah. display in the sky. That's too obvious. Why would you come down at a big flying saucer? Right. This is uh uh break the economy first and break our spirits and our health. Yeah. Very good. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we can just get us in a, in a place of low, low morale and then swoop in and just make us feel even worse about ourselves. Oh, my goodness. But, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, it's a tough one. And, uh, and everyone, it's like who's going to come out best. Uh, it was interesting. There was one with Taiwan because, you know, most, most countries are quite paranoid when it comes to your personal details, and that's understandable, especially health details. You know, your doctor... Um, I, I think something in Taiwan where they, they just said, let's just get the data and, and work the data right. And they combined, uh, like the, the, the incoming flights and all that data with travel along with, with medical. And they were like stopping people on planes and stuff. In any case, I suppose, you know, they used data, which some people might feel personal, but they locked it down really well, like ridiculously well. Yeah. But that doesn't work everywhere because again, America... It's very much, uh, you know, uh, you pry, pry my gun on my cold, dead hand kind of mentality still right. in a lot of states, yeah? Well, it is. Oh, yeah, uh, so, oh, it totally is. I mean, so, we're, we're yeah. very, uh, we're our own biggest fans, and we just, we love our personal space, and we're all very self-centered and egotistical, and, you know, I, I, not me, of course, but everybody no, else. No, um, I, I'm, I'm teasing, but you know, this is kind of the, that's just the mentality here is that, you know, oh, it's not going to get me. I'll still do what I want. You can't tell me what to do. You know, we, we've had freedom here for so long that, you know, it, it's almost swung the other way. Like, F you, I'll do whatever I want, uh, you know, and, but yeah. however, uh, on the other side of that coin, everybody's being pretty cool here. Everyone's, you know, following the rules and, you know, staying at, as close to home as they can and, you know, keeping every, their, your distance and social distancing and all that. And um, everybody's being pretty cool. I haven't seen any, any craziness uh, happening. So no riots or, you know, fights in the street or anything. So That's good. nothing too crazy. Look, I mean, a- a- Arizona, when, when people ask, you know, where am I from? Especially in Australia, they always assume, like in America, you you see an Australian, you assume he's Crocodile Dundee or something, which is just you know that's just not right. That's, <laughs> but but uh, obviously America has woken up hopefully, and they understand that people are quite diverse even in Australia, and there are major cities and and rich, yeah. rich people and and every walk of life. But it happens here in the reverse. Sometimes they just assume I must be from L.A. or New York because you know not everyone understands there's. <laughs> There's 48 states in between there, and you could be from, from anywhere. Yeah. So when I say Arizona, most, right. most of them are like, oh, interesting. They don't know a lot about Arizona. And I think with Arizona, mm-hmm. I, would you call it a pretty, a pretty chilled state? I would. Even, even you know, dis- despite all of the, uh, the insane Republicans who live here, uh, <laughs> it, it is a pretty chill, it's a pretty chill state. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got, 
we have a lot of, you can ski in the morning and you can golf in the afternoon. You know, we've got all these different climates that, that exist. It's a beautiful state. It's a pretty state. Um, if you can, if you can, you know, dodge the Trump, the Trump supporters, you're in good shape. But, uh, you know, <laughs> despite all, all of, uh, despite the politics, the state is, is, it's not a bad place to raise a family. No, I, I, I agree. And I'm glad to hear it's still like that because, uh, you know, as much as everyone ha- has these dreams of, of California or, or whatever, and I'm sure Northern California is still lovely, but, but just LA and all of that, I think it's just, I don't know, it's becoming a, a super expensive, not really pleasant place to be. And it's quite sad. San Francisco's apparently turned to shit before all this. I can't imagine what's happening now. Yeah. Just with the economy and gentrification and, and drugs. And it's not overstating it. It's quite bad, apparently, in San Francisco. Like, just homeless in the yeah. streets. And, yeah. So that's... Yeah, yeah I, you know, when, when we visit, uh, my, my wife's sister lives with her family in Nevada, which is a little community just north of San Francisco Bay. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a small, quaint little, little town, and it's, you know, it's just, it's very, um, I don't know, uh, upper, upper class there, you know, upper middle class, because, yeah. I mean, you can't get into a house there for less than a million dollars. Clint Eastwood. Really you got to be Clint Eastwood, yeah? Got to be like Big, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. so, you know, most of the people that live there, their families have lived there for decades, and it's just you know handed down. You know, it's it's very difficult to go there and start fresh. You know, you have to you know marry into a family that's been there, or you know be from there. But you know, when we go, it's it's beautiful. The weather's nice. The scenery is pretty. Um, the restaurants are good. You know, when, the, the places we go, we don't really you know go hang around and. The, the tenderloin area of San Francisco or the, the downtown area, you know, when, but when we do go, it's, it seems okay, but you know, we're not really exposed to the drugs or the, the homeless or anything yeah. like that. You, they're there, you know, it's there, but it's, it's, I think it's one of those things where it's just under the surface and you can't, you, you, you have to kind of seek it out a little bit. Yeah. But it's, um, it's not, it's not like you've got, you know, junkies with needles hanging out of their arms on every street corner. Um, it's not quite like that. Well, that's all right. There yeah. are areas. There, there are there are areas where that does happen. Quite frankly, that that does exist there. But um, again, we just we hang out in our little white bread uh, community north of the, the bay when we visit, and it's just it's kind of vanilla. You know, there's not a lot going on up there for that kind of stuff. So I couldn't really speak to San Francisco itself. But anyway, so you're you're in you're in you're in Tempe, yeah, or. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. So well, we live in we live in we live in Chandler, uh, but I work in Tempe, both of which are are suburbs of Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Phoenix has a whole and and for people who don't know, I suppose I've always described it. It's it's like L.A. but with no ocean. In that, it's just it's a big city and kind of big music scene, lots of stuff, lots of stuff going on, big freeways, yeah, lots, of, like, lots of cars. Like four, four. Or six, I can't remember. It's four or six million people in the in the metropolitan area. It's pretty big. Yeah. Would you we say have more, we have more square mileage than LA? I would I would believe that now because it's spreading out. Would um would it you is say very it's, spread out. it's pretty stable? Is there a lot of homeless in Phoenix? I don't I don't really remember what that well, looked like. Yeah, because it's it's a it's a fairly temperate climate, you know, eight out of twelve months. You know, it only gets really hot uh, you know, during the summertime here, which is from essentially May through August and September. Um, but then the rest of the time it's pretty pretty nice. Yeah. So my office my office is right next to Arizona State University downtown Tempe, and 
there's there are a lot of homeless people that live there. There's a large uh, park nearby called Papago Park, and it's one of those sort of um, you know natural parks where there's not like playgrounds or anything. It's just like a walking trails and kind of that sort of thing. Yeah. And there's a really big homeless community there, like I mean, like shanties and you know little you know lean tos and all that kind of stuff. There's a there's a really big homeless community. Um, in the Phoenix and Tempe area, and it's a major concern for a lot of like the council members and things like that. And they want they say, well, we want to fix homelessness. Well, you, it's not something you can fix. You know, nine out of ten of the people who are out there, um, the reason they're there is they maybe they're they're gay and their family has kicked them out, or maybe they have a drug dependency, or they have a lot of it is mental illness and they don't have insurance to get the medicine medicine they need. Yeah. And so they're just out in the world and they can't hold down a job and they can't stay clean and they can't get a place to live. And so there's all these like, you know, underlying factors of why, why they're homeless. And like, you just can't fix that. There's no way to fix that. So do you build shelters for everybody? What do you do? Some people want to be homeless. Yeah. We've got a, there's a lot of people out there that just want to be homeless. Like they've just left home and said, fuck this. I'm out. I want to, I want to go live in the, in the woods or whatever. So it's a crazy, you know, well, there's a long, there's a spectrum of the homelessness, uh, I guess, people who are homeless. Yeah, look, I, I think that's, that's a very similar story to, I think, almost anywhere. And it's, it's similar here as mm -hmm. well, except, uh, you know, M Melbourne has uh, insane weather. You know, it's uh, it's uh, all the seasons in a day. That's a fact. So that's the thing about about really? oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, look, it uh, even this past month, we have had hot days, freezing days. You never put away your jacket. You never like you know like the old folks. Oh, I gotta gotta put away the spring clothes. It's time for winter clothes. There's no such thing. You need to be ready <laughs> at any moment. So I suppose it's harder here. Really, I just yeah. <laughs> it's 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 interesting weather, rain, sun. Uh, it's all just changing. But yeah, with Arizona, you know, it is for the most of the year quite beautiful. And I remember that they, I would come here and say about Christmas, and they think, oh, well, have you ever had a Christmas in summer? Because over here it's in summer, obviously, and that is right. different because it could be it could be really hot. But if I recall, I say, well, no, I'm from Arizona, so our Christmases also were usually pretty nice. You know, Santa would show up in a dune buggy. You know, again, I didn't grow up on the East Coast. <laughs> I never really had a a winter wonderland uh christmas right except when i was visiting you in, in flagstaff which again arizona different climates because you go up into the mountains yeah. and um boom it's snowing yeah but yeah so um yeah it's strange it's strange times i was gonna say uh i have not been to the movie in ages even before this by the way because i'm i don't know i'm a bit down on movies aren't really floating my boat lately <laughs> But do you think this is really going to yeah. hit hit Hollywood hard? And, and even not just them, but I feel bad for theater owners, especially the ones that are struggling that are maybe smaller ones. Is it something going to happen, or is it just going to be okay? Or, or are we going to see a real Well, that's a, that's a good question, because every, everything is shut down over here. All the big theaters are closed. Um, yeah. We have Harkins Theaters here, which is a local Arizona company, but it's all throughout the state. They're shut down. AMC Theaters, which is, I think they're worldwide, they're shut down. Uh, Alamo uh, Draft Houses are shut down. Pretty much every single movie theater you can think of is shut down. Um, and what's interesting is, you know, I, I hate to say this, the last movie we went to, I took the kids to see Dr. Doolittle with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, um, poor guy. Uh, that was a real piece of shit. But uh, anyway, yeah, whatever. Uh, I, you know, I... I 
some things you can't unsee, and it's uh, two hours I'll never get back. But oh, wow. um, my daughter loved it, and, and you know, Jack and I were sitting there looking at each other like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. But uh, my 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 nine year old daughter enjoyed it. Anyway, that's the last movie I saw in the theaters, yeah. and then everything else shut down. Now, along those same lines, what a lot of people are doing, and you are probably seeing this where you are. Um, I was going to take my kids to see the new Pixar movie, Onward. Well, the theater shut down, and so guess what they did? Boom, here it is on on, uh, on iTunes. So we, we rented it, and we watched it at home. Really? And, uh, yeah, so you can, wow. so a lot of these movies that were supposed to come out in the theaters are showing up here, like Invisible Man with, uh, um, what's her name, from Mad Men, I can't think of it. Oh, her name. yes, yeah, yeah. Moss or whatever, you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Um, that was supposed to be released in the theaters. Well, it's not, obviously, but you can rent it for 19.99 on iTunes. Oh, so basically, God. for the cost of a cost of a couple of movie tickets, you can watch it in your living room. So they're doing that. They're they're releasing a lot of these movies on demand now, and you can instead of going to the theater, you can just spend a little bit more money, essentially what it would cost you for a couple of movie tickets, and you can watch it in the comfort of your own home. So that's kind of nice. It is. It's ex- it's so ex- it's exciting times and interesting, but at the same time, I think something's something's really going to hurt someone here. And I'm I'm picturing theaters looking just like the blockbuster here in town. Which I I drove past recently and and st- I actually got out and and took some video and some pictures because it just looked like a sad a sad rape scene uh, the the old blockbuster here it was so sad and, yeah. and things falling off and and the blockbuster sign was not there but the pole was just there trying to say I'm still here oh man and uh, I feel like that's going to be theaters as as much as it is something I I, I hope love not. I hope not too because I, I love to go to the theaters exactly you love Netflix you love streaming but there's nothing like going and sitting with an audience who are all going to see something for the first time it's just I don't know you can't yeah, beat, you can't it's an beat experience. that oh man no I love that you know the kids and I we go we get our little drinks and we sit down and you know a lot of the theaters we go to now have those nice reclining seats and stuff so it's it's a whole experience it's not just the movie itself it's the it's the going and the doing and the, you know experiencing these things with your your kids and your family and whatever and and uh, yeah I, I I hope that we can kind of get back to normal uh, at some point because I don't want the theaters to go away I yeah. like that <laughs> it's my hobby I like it yeah no sorry oh, just someone bumming the smoke um yeah I uh I think with the Netflix and all the streaming services and Disney Plus and and all the all the studios will get on board now, right? Because they're all really late to the game, by the way. But they'll all say, "Oh, oh, I see. Let's get all our content back," and they'll be, you know, Paramount streaming and and it's just, right. I don't know. I think it's going to be a a bit of a shift and a and a theater killer, a movie going out to the movies yeah. killer. But uh, yeah, that would be sad. That that should still exist. Uh, hopefully, well, yeah. the, the prices have gone up. So, do you feel do you feel good? How much do you pay to take the family? Uh, well, on food. average, it's, it's before food. Before food, it, a, a ticket is anywhere between, depending on what theater you go to, it's right around ten bucks yeah, for, okay. for a ticket, and it's about eight eight bucks for a child. Yeah. So you know, you, it's it's ten ten bucks a ticket. So if if I buy tickets for me and Liz and the kids, you're looking at it close to forty bucks. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's 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 pretty expensive just to walk into a theater and sit down for a little while. Then you're, then you know, the kids always want popcorn and you know all that kind of stuff. And I'm a sucker, so of course I'm going to buy the popcorn and yeah. the sodas and whatnot. And you know, we, it's it, basically it's it's almost a hundred bucks to to you know, well, like eighty eighty bucks or so probably for a night out at the movies for a family of four. Yeah. And that's not that's not cheap. 
um, you know, I don't know what the conversion rate is for, you know, Australian uh, currency, yeah. but it's it, about, yeah, either it's way, it ain't cheap. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if I say, yeah, if I say, you see, you say 10, I'll say 20. And yeah, it's pretty much uh, in line with that. So yeah, it's it's okay. it's a bit more, but uh, you know it is it's, it's that experience. Do you think this will hurt um, uh, Hollywood's uh, not so deep pockets? I think Black Widow is being pushed back. Probably a couple other movies. Yeah. Not, not that I was that yeah, thrilled. Yeah, that's, that's that's what's interesting about that. It's a, that's a good point. Is that you know you've got some of these smaller movies. They're like screw it, we, we, we need to cut our losses and get as much as we can right now, so they're yeah. releasing them at home. But other movies, like, you know, uh, Quiet Place 2 and, um, like you said, Black Widow, those are those are being postponed, I think because they don't want to lose out on their Mega Millions box office. So I, I get the feeling that the, the movie studios recognize this as a temporary setback, mm. and I think that they feel like it's going to be business as usual you know, within another few months. Um, if they could just, you know, I, I, th I personally think that things are probably going to get back to normal. However, the, you know, people will feel the pinch. But yeah. um, I don't know. People are, I think you're right. I think because everyone's, a lot of people are laid off. A lot of people are out of work. You know, the economy is in the toilet. I think that people are going to be spending their money to make ends meet rather than go do frivolous stuff like go to the movies. So yeah. in the long term, I think I think you're right. I think there may be a big backlash towards the theaters. Right now, I think they're just um, focusing on the positive. Yeah, For well, them, look, obviously, I, money. But. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, there was also... Uh, it's funny with the movies because I was saying I was, I, I'm not too impressed lately. I I blame Marvel for that because I think for ten years, <laughs> I was always waiting for the next, the next movie, you know, to connect the piece, and I was so excited, and Star Star Wars, I wasn't too happy with, and I'm I'm feeling this, I don't know, I feel like Hollywood's running out of ideas. I'm sure this has happened before, but I feel like there's always there's a, always a Terminator reboot, an Aliens reboot, um, there's all these trying to make TV shows, Twenty One Jump Street or Chips. By the way, between those two, I thought 21 Jump Street was actually done well, and Chips was a confusing disaster. Um, you know, a star, yes. is, a star is Born. None of these things are new. I feel like, wow, have we really hit the bottom of the barrel and no one's writing anything new? Uh, do you feel that in the past, I don't know, at least 10 years? Oh, sure. Well, it's, you're absolutely right, because all the people who are our age are feeling nostalgic, and they want to see what they saw when they were a kid. They want to share what their experience was what they were a kid with their own children and so all of that stuff is is recycling again what was old is new again and yeah. you know there i i robert zemeckis has said that he will never allow uh back <laughs> to the future sequel or remake as yeah. long as he's alive but now i'm hearing rumblings that they're thinking oh, about redoing something or at least extending it don't tell me that that was my I, yeah. that's my one true hope and i tell everyone that same exact story he had it written into the contract of some shit and that that would that <clears> that allows me to sleep at night to know that Marty McFly is is out there somewhere, and there's still some footage of Eric Stoltz, but at least you know that won't be touched. <laughs> that that is <laughs> yeah. that is it is religious. Yeah. It is set in stone. If you mess with Back to the Future, I'm gonna check out, man. I'm gonna lose my shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. don't but say I, that. I, 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 personally, I I love a good time travel story. Yeah. And you know, if they wanted to like maybe continue the story, not redo it, oh, I might Jesus. be okay with that. 
you know, maybe like, you know, perhaps uh, Jules or Vern or something comes back in. Maybe it's a loose tie-in, and they've got some time travel technology or something. I don't know. I just, I, oh, man. As long as it's... the future aside, oh, yeah. I, I just like time travel stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, but as long as it's not a... I want, some, I want some more time travel stories. Yeah, but that one, like I say, is such a such a, a corner piece, and and it couldn't be a prequel because he was already young. And what would it be? He's age ten. Hey, I'm a little kid. Hey, Doc. Hey, let's come over, come over to my house. I got a lot of fun things to play with and a dog. I, like none of that would yeah, go well. That has a different connotation now. All right. Yeah, yeah. An eighteen year old kid fooling around with a sixteen year old scientist is completely yeah. different now. Yeah. I'm just going to Doc's house. Really? Okay. You go ahead and go. I guess the parents weren't really enlightened at that time. Do you watch uh, Do you watch Rick and Morty at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, isn't that yeah, funny? I see that. Yeah. Oh, it's. I, I love that show. I, I think it's hilarious, and I, I'm a I'm a horrible parent because I watch it with my 12 year old son. Oh. And you know, it, it, yeah, I know. No, and, uh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he, I'm he saying. No, you're doing the right thing. You know, you don't it's shield you don't shield thing. someone and protect someone from things that are that are that are funny or sarcastic or making fun of life. If you can say, look, well, his this entire is, life. Is, is built around a, a dick joke. Like he, every every possible you know dick joke he can pop, he, he's he's trying he's trying them out on he's he's working on his comedy routine. And so I'm like, you want a dick joke? Here, watch this show. Oh my and God. Uh, it's it's I, I do enjoy it. So I get my I get my Doc and Marty fix through Rick and Morty a little bit. Uh, it is funny that yeah how again Back to the Future and the DeLorean. I was watching the story of 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 DeLorean. And um, that that in itself is an amazing story, uh, John DeLorean, and and just the car yeah. and the fascination about the car and and you know he died recently, which was kind of sad because did you know? Sorry, this is going random because I've I lo- we both love the DeLorean. Did you know the company's now set up in Texas and and technically you could buy a new DeLorean. They just have to get around this law. They can only make a certain amount of cars that, that are nostalgia cars because they can't sell it as a new car because it doesn't have the same, obviously, safety specs as a, a modern car would need to have. But how fascinating right. that they actually took all the stock because there were thousands unmade after he went under in Ireland, and now it's in, in Texas. That just, I don't know, that gives me some mm-hmm. strange hope that one day I could go buy a new oh, DeLorean. Yeah. No, it, believe me, I, I wake up every day and I think to myself, God, I want a DeLorean. Yeah, and it, it, you're right, it gives me hope to know that if I want one, if I really, really want one, <laughs> and I've got about fifty grand, yeah. I could go down and to Texas and drive one home. Uh-huh. I could if I if I had the money, I could do that, That's and amazing. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I, I think and, it, and oh, there's there's also a company. I don't mean to talk over you, but, no, but I have to tell you this one thing. There's another there's another company um, that for okay. So you go you go buy your DeLorean from DeLorean. And then you could drive it over to this other company in Texas for another thirty thousand dollars. They'll do a complete and total Back to the Future conversion for you oh, with lights God. and sound effects and the whole nine yards. Um, I was going to say electrified because s- some people are putting an electric engine in it, which is fascinating. But wow, like they'll oh, I see. Uh, that would oh, make it more reliable. They'll Back to Future it. That's great. <laughs> That's yeah, great. It's about thirty grand, and they'll do a com- complete conversion for you. Not a hover right. conversion, but they'll do the uh, all the the bells and whistles to make it look like that. So you have a Doc Brown car. I think you'd have to start renting it out to to um, birthday parties and, and and festivals to make the money back at least, which is a big thing. Obviously, yeah. anyone who has one probably yeah. rents it out to <laughs> to do stuff with. Yeah. Oh, that's funny for sure. So, is there is there any Hollywood movie you're looking forward to? Because I'm not looking forward to anything. And 
and maybe I'd say maybe Top Gun, but that falls in my category of really. Is that is that all we got? We got Top Gun thirty years later. Yeah, Top right. Gun. Yeah, you know, I I have to say I like the Mission Impossible series. Yeah. Um, I like those. The, the first one was mediocre. Second one was shit. And then <laughs> when J.J. Abrams took over with the third one, it, they just kept getting better and better. I really do enjoy that series. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the next Bond movie. Uh, I like those. Yeah. Um, but you're right. There's just there's, honestly there's nothing. I'm like, wow, I can't wait to get to the movies to watch that. I, I'm good. You know, I. I, I have so many hobbies already at home that I, you know, I've, I, I've got my myself pretty set up as far as, you know, not being bored or anything. But uh, I, to answer your question, no, I don't really have anything that I'm yeah. looking forward to. Is that the first time ever, do you think? Or have you had times where there was not, not too much going on in the in the movie world for you? <clears throat> or is there... Is there um, you know, I, I I will say I've always you know looked forward to the the Marvel movies. I yeah. like those a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I am I am you know I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Black Widow. I like that, of course. But yeah, um, I, you know, the, those are those are great. Uh, but I I can't really say that there's been a you know when I was in high school, you remember the movie uh, Leviathan? Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, it was came out came out. It was it was, it was a real stinker. But all yeah, of yeah. the I. You know, there didn't used to be the internet, and you had to, um, you know, find out information about it through periodicals and and uh, yeah, the yeah. occasional tidbit on TV or something like that. Fang- so Fangoria, remember that Fangoria? Movie, yeah, Fangoria <laughs> magazine, of course. And I was so excited for the movie Leviathan. It had Peter Weller in it and Amanda Pays yeah. from the the Flash TV show, and um, there was it just looked amazing. These cool underwater. Uh, adventure suits and stuff like that and I, I remember that feeling of being so excited to see a movie and I honestly haven't felt that towards any movie for a very long time yeah um, yeah Deep Star 6 you know I think when, when, when episode 1 <laughs> when episode that? 1 came out in 99 yeah oh um, yeah you know that was exciting and then I went oh <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> really okay that's but, what that's uh, what I was saying. Deep Star Six, remember that? <laughs> Wasn't it that that it was called? Deep Star, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. That was that was right at the same time as yeah, Leviathan. Deep yeah, Star Six and Leviathan were competing. A copy movie and the Abyss. I suppose it's a threesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, but the Abyss blew them all out of the water. That was actually good. I can't find the Abyss anywhere. I have to like get a subscription to Stars or something if I want to watch the Abyss. You can't just dial it up anywhere. Really. I can't find it. I, I want to show it to, to my son, Jack, because it's got everything in it he likes. And that one's fantastic. And and the best about That's that one is, is watching the documentary to see James Cameron lose his shit all the time because it was such a nightmare to try to get that look. And, that, you know, you love it even more when you see behind the scenes of yeah. people stressed. <laughs> You're like, oh, I see. Mm-hmm. This was tough. Um, yeah, movies aren't like that anymore because it's all done in post. Again, we've talked about that stuff. Yeah, but, uh, Exactly. I know this is a this is a total is. this is a random one, but uh, as far as things done on screen, I was watching uh, Master and Commander recently. Russell Crowe. The only reason yeah. the only reason that one is so fantastic. I mean, Russell Crowe. He is what it is. He, he he's so Aussie. He's hilarious himself. But you know, they put this whole crew on that ship for real, and you know, made them spend time together and and become friendly and buddies, and you know, shot it all on that ship and it's just i don't know when you watch it i feel like i'm there i feel like i can i can you know hear the wind and i'm in the water and taste the salt water it's hard to make movies yeah. like that now i guess because it's just too freaking it expensive 
But yeah, yeah you missed yeah, that. Seriously, yeah, that's yeah. How do you how do you make a, a blockbuster with you know the least amount of money to make the most amount of money? And yeah, uh, yeah it's all CG. It used to be CG was too expensive. Now that's the way to go. I don't know. I'm, I'm I can't think of anything I'm looking forward to. I'm even. I'm tired of Batman's, and that was one that we were talking about in high school. Again, without without internet, all just hearsay, or watching. Uh, oh, holy shit! Or yeah, magaz- yeah magazines, God, yes. or watching, um, uh, watching e, movie time. watching movie time. Yeah, movie time, or um, uh, what was I? What was the other one? What's the show where they have? They actually it was decent at the time. Uh, it was E when it was actually just movies. It wasn't just like celebrity. Well, yeah, well, that, well it was e, good it was, uh, for a time. It was movie time before movie time was the precursor to E. Oh, that's right. You told uh, me that. Yes, e. that's right. Yeah, E was the E was the precursor, and then E came out. Uh, uh, movie time was a precursor, and then E was right right after, like a couple years after, because movie time was just like previews, and that was it. Like here's another preview, and they would just tease you with stuff. It was like a teaser show. Oh. And then uh, E came out with like actual new stuff, and then it became a, a bigger deal. But yeah, I would I remember um, when they premiered the Batman preview on that, and I you know planned my entire fucking week around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was you know just that symbol was enough was everywhere. The Batman mm-hmm. symbol was everywhere, and 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 oh, again, yeah. you know, Chris Nolan's Batman. You know, of course, I like that, and. And, you know, I tried to get into the Ben Affleck Batman. I'll say this, like we talked about before, the fight scene in um, uh, Batman versus Superman. That was the most terrifying, yeah. realistic Batman. Like, if that's how Batman in the comic is supposed to be, you know, six feet tall, terrifying, you would, you would pee yourself, yeah. shit yourself. But from, but from there, I don't think it went anywhere. And now I just don't even care about the new Batman. I don't know. I'll watch it because... Like you say, you go because that's what we do. You like sci-fi. Yeah. We like we like that, but I don't care. I'm tired. I yeah, know. you know, it's like uh, when they put Michael Keaton in Batman. It's like, wait a minute, he's a comedian. How's this gonna work? And now I loved him, you know. But with with Robert Pattinson, I'm like, oh, we've got this teen angst vampire <laughs> in a Batman costume. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I haven't I haven't seen him in enough stuff. Like he does a lot of these weird, like smaller indie things to really, you know, work on his acting chops or whatever. And I, it's not really my bag. I haven't really watched a lot of his his uh, product, so I couldn't tell you what his style is like. All I've seen is I saw the very first Twilight, and that was enough for me. I haven't seen any of the other Twilights. I didn't, I didn't care to watch them. They, I was good. I'm fine. Yeah, we already um, our generation had Lost so, Boys. We already had the teen, teen dream right. rocker vamps <laughs> for oh, our time yeah exactly um we yeah. didn't need we didn't need that one but yeah i'm i'm not too excited to uh to get into another batman can't they just like can't they give it some things a rest and let people breathe and then think you it's know what new? i would rather see flash you know gordon what I'd rather see? flash give gordon another, <laughs> no well give me, give me another superman movie i like yeah. henry cavill i yeah, think me he's too. a great superman man of steel man of steel for me was a really cool movie i liked it yeah. There were some things that were wrong with it, but I I would rather see another Superman movie. I mean, they're making an Aquaman 2, and they got a, a, a Wonder Woman 2 already, but why not a Superman movie? Like, what's wrong with you people? Superman kicks ass. Yeah, I agree. I want to see some more Superman stuff. I like him, and it's not just his look. He really... And that's that was the hardest thing, I think, um, to especially in the minds of, of Gen Xers, is, is Christopher Reeve embodied that for us. 
and yeah, and uh, he really took I think the spirit of that on better than what was the middle guy the Superman Returns. I don't even remember that guy. What was that one? Oh, oh, uh, Brandon Routh. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, whatever. But he's actually coming. He, did you have you seen him? <laughs> he's back as Superman. I heard the, the Crisis on Infinite Earth. Yeah. Thing. I haven't watched any of those, but um, yeah, I heard yeah, that. It's kind of cool to see him coming back. Yeah. DC is doing a great job as far as like keeping it comic book with their TV shows. Um, yeah. Those are supposed to be really good. I watched The Flash. I like The Flash. I haven't seen it for a few seasons, but it was a pretty good show. Yeah, I never well, watched any of the others, though. TV seems to certainly the way to go for a lot of these to do a series and uh, and explore the smaller the smaller the world on the small screen. Isn't that funny? Also, when actors in the eighties and nineties ended up on the small screen, it was kind of like oh, so that's the end of their career. Now it's like opening up doors. Right. Robert De Niro, everyone goes. Exactly. Let's, let's get on board. Mark Wahlberg, he's all over Netflix, and it used yeah. to be a shame. Now it's <laughs> now it's yeah. cool. Isn't that yeah. funny? That is so strange. It's very well. It was very. Back in the 40s and 50s and 60s even, I mean, you had a contract with a studio and you did movies. You were not allowed to do TV. You mm. did not do TV because it was considered a lesser medium. And so if you were seen on TV, you're right, it was the end of your career. You were doing guest guest spots on the love boat oh. as sort of a, hey, remember this wash up? Oh, yeah, yeah this yeah. guy's dork. You know, you know. Yeah. and now um, it's your... Yeah, it's a way to diversify your career. Yeah, you're yeah. on all these different things. Yeah, and you know, it's Phyllis Diller on the Love Boat. Yeah, she wasn't going up; and <laughs> she was going down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She was going down the mountain. Exactly. You know, um, uh, <laughs> exactly. I was gonna say Lloyd Bridges, but he did he did all right because he came back in Hot Shots, which he still cracks me up. Hot Shots, again, one of those movies you couldn't redo it because it's just fantastic, like Naked Gun. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Love Boat. My God. Imagine <laughs> that. Oh, that's another remake. Sorry, Fantasy Island, where they're just what? How do they get it so wrong? Who's writing this shit? I don't understand. <laughs> who's who's taking oh, the, these the movie Fantasy Island? Yeah. Who's taking these TV shows and twisting them into some perverted thing? Because they got to put a twist on it, or we won't like it. Is that it? They got to make it dark. Yeah. Maybe, it's, maybe it's because everybody's complaining about everyone's rehashing everything, like. Like what we're doing right now, like oh, all this stuff we've seen this already, so maybe yeah. they feel like they have to put a twist on. I don't know. It's I remember you told me when you when you worked at that TV station in Yuma, you guys had that DVE uh, that used to be on the Love Boat That's show. Right. Can you tell me that. That's right. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, the, the the piece of equipment was used for the Love Boat. Yep, the little heart, the little circles and squares that the 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 sad actors' faces were in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well. I don't See, know. I think that's I think that's cool. <laughs> Oh God, that that piece of equipment's not even actually. You know what's funny in the TV world? All that s equipment still is relevant. It's just it's just more updated. They still use a lot of the same yeah. things for TV, live TV. Yeah. Oh, TV has certainly changed though. Like w I'm my own, uh, you know, uh, TV programmer, and it's kind of annoying because I'm not getting paid for it. Because we sit down and I've got to do the lineup, and we stare at each other. And if I get the remote, I'm clicking through, and it's like I got to do. I've got to come up with the lineup for the night or the next binge watch, you know, or her. And it's it can get complicated. And then when you if you make the wrong choice, you get the look, and that's like my audience getting mad at me. This is a high pressure job now to choose the lineup on TV. Do you guys do that, or is it like, or is there one of you, you know in what? charge? Um, well, um, yeah, I kind of watch. That's a. It's sort of strange. My my wife 
some mm-hmm. nights because she her job's kind of stressful. So she'll come home. She's like, "Don't talk to me," and she'll go to go to the you know go to bed early or something like that, and, or goes de-stress for an hour and a half, and then she'll come out. And you know what we do is we watch a lot of Family Guy. We watch a lot of Bob's Burgers. Yeah, because they're you know kind of family cartoons. Yeah. Uh, well, I use that term loosely. Family yeah, yeah. cartoons. Uh, there's a lot of, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And um, my wife uh, Liz likes the uh, the Real Housewives of New Jersey, and so she watched that. Oh God! And so then does, what we yeah, what so we do mine. watch this? What we, what we yeah. Well, and we'll watch that together. Uh, and then uh, um, we should, we like a lot of like crime shows. Like we just finished watching The Outsider on HBO. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, like a, like a, she likes mysteries and crime. So you know, I, I'll watch you know, sort of segueing into Picard a little bit. Um, you know, nobody but me cares about that show, so I'll watch that by myself. Any any sci-fi stuff, I'll watch by myself. Jack likes uh, uh, Lost in Space, so we watch that. But no, there's not a lot of pressure on anybody to, to, to watch anything. And, you know, if there's something that one of us doesn't want to watch, we'll just go in the other room and do something else or whatever. But now that's it's you, not that big of a deal. Now you've just, you've just mirrored my exact experience at home in every way. Uh, so... For Kalina, it's uh, it's crime as well. Anything crime, like I said, I think she's she's learning yeah. she's learning the best ways to get away with killing me because she really is <laughs> finding all of these like wife wife yeah. wife killers, um, husband murderers, Black Widow. Have you heard of the Black Widow? And yeah, I watch them all, and I start to get a bit of a bead of sweat because it's like it's teaching you how to get away with it and go on the run. But yeah crime is definitely up there and the and the goddamn housewives and i watch them too i watch them and i make a face but i keep watching it it's that whole car 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 wreck thing these are the most despicable people on earth they're just despicable and 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 they and the producers they're loving it and i try to explain to everyone that remember there is no reality in reality shows it is the most unreal thing because there's always a producer saying Hey, let's send these two on a trip and get them blind drunk, and they'll fight. Nothing is is accidental. Yeah, you know, totally, yeah. Everything is set up. Yeah. That's what drives me nuts. But yet I watch. I have it. a uh, <laughs> totally. I have uh, a, I, I have an a- anecdote. I have an anecdotal story about uh, reality TV not being real. Um, a buddy of mine was looking for some talent for a video that he was doing, and he had a guy show up with a resume, and uh, one of the lines on his resume was. Um, that he had worked on uh, Pawn Stars. Have you seen that show, yes. Pawn Stars? Yes. Okay. So he's like, yeah, I worked on Pawn Stars. He's like, what do you mean you worked on Pawn Stars? He's like, oh, they, the producers gave me something to take in and, you know, whatever. So he came in and his role was to come in as a, as a customer and try to sell something and then haggle a little bit and then leave. And so it's, that shit's not even, I mean, t- totally yeah. bullshit. I yeah. mean, it, it's it's re- it's real in that the only thing that's real is it's a brick and mortar place you could walk into. Yeah, it's like an actual. St- it's like a movie. It's like a, a TV set that's a store, and it's it's just so set up. You're right. They, there's a producer. There's cameras everywhere all the time, and you're right. They 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 don't choose to go on these trips. I'm thinking of going to a trip. No, your producer told you to go on the trip, so yep. you could all go down together and uh, cast fight. I know, I know, and there's all the the Vanderpumps and all the the sideshows, and it's it's the way to go now. It's actually how young mm-hmm. people make money. There's no jobs, there's no welders, there's no builders. There's just what show will I be on when I grow up? <laughs> oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, uh, and yeah. Well, I, where, when will I be discovered on YouTube? Oh yeah, I'm still trying. I'm still trying as we speak. 
Um, hence, hence the I'm not famous name. I've given up. Like I say, <laughs> I've given up trying to crack crack the code. I, I I could sit in a room with puppies and birthday cakes, unboxing a Captain America shield, and even then, that actually would be creepy as fuck. So never mind. But yeah, I'm not gonna crack the code. It's too late. Um, I was gonna say one more. Can you believe the Simpsons is still going? Could you have fathomed that from from no. that graining? I still have school as hell. One of those, the his original with the bunnies in school. Mm-hmm. And yeah, did, would you think? And by the way, I don't really watch past season twenty. That's just me. <laughs> Where can you believe it's still going? And what do you think they should do? Just keep going till we all die, or or have a big finale, <laughs> or the actors will start dying. Uh, man, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they're still. Uh, you know, I haven't seen it for a long time. Um, you know, the kids will pull pull up an episode every now and then and watch it, but. You know, I I have probably seen, you know, a, a total of maybe five seasons of it. Yeah. Um, you know, just, you know, I've seen a little bit here and there, a little bit here and there, but I haven't seen too much of it. Uh, so what do going. I think they should do? I don't know. Well, you know, Nan- Nancy Cartwright, <clears throat> she's still, she's not too old. She's in her 50s. Yeah. So if she can maintain the voice, if they, uh, you know, they'll keep going. And yeah. Dan Castanella, he's got to be late 60s by now yeah uh if not older uh i i assume as long as these people are a alive and b can maintain their voice they'll probably keep going i mean i imagine it's a pretty cake job you go in and read some lines for a few hours a week and uh you rake in the, the dough oh. i don't think they want to do anything but that it's the best job that in south park i want the, i want their jobs because again the behind the scenes look fantastic they just go in and try and make each other laugh and they get paid yeah. You know, but they're doing a good job of it. I won't complain, but... <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's not really work if you Absolutely. love it, and they're loving it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, Tra- I'll, Tra- I'll let you get Matt on... Hey? Trey Parker. Oh, I know. Oh, I was just saying they're Matt great. Stone and Trey Parker, those guys are awesome. They're great. Well, uh, just real quick, uh, are you caught up on Picard? No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I totally... Dropped it, no, and I, okay. I will. I'm, I will I'm catch up. I'm way behind too. Okay, all I know is I'm l- way behind. I'm there's like a lot more swearing. Yeah, me too. There's a lot more yeah. swearing to come. That's all I know. Again, yeah. <laughs> I know I harp well, on about should, that. We should chat again. Oh God. We should chat again once we're all okay. caught up. Definitely, we'll talk about that and, and hear um, hear what's going on. And I know there's some surprise guests. I knew about that before it started, so I'm certainly curious to get back into it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, stay right, safe, stay safe, stay social distance. You do the same. Be good to your family. Yep. Get some toilet paper. Yeah, don't, All right. don't, touch, don't touch your face. <laughs> okay, so you too. Keep, keep, your, keep your fingers out of your mouth. Yep. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Talk to, <laughs> Talk you. to you later. All right. Bye, buddy. Bye. Yeah. All right, folks. That was the show, and I hope you enjoyed. So we'll definitely be back and catching up, talking about Picard. And I dropped it a while back when all this COVID stuff happened, but I'll get back into it, and we'll definitely chat with Jason again about that. Hope you enjoy. Please follow and share, and uh, we'll catch you later. See ya.